Time Signal Productions presents Duggan Hill, a radio drama by Andy Garland. Chapter One, Small Town Charms. August 17th. We got held up a little during the layover in Calgary. Mechanical maintenance. I survived on vending machine coffee and a few bags of chips until we boarded again. We landed just outside Lloydminster a little after nine, and I still had to drag my ass onto the Greyhound. We had about a dozen stops to make before we'd get to Duggan Hill, running down long stretches of highway, past crumbling grain elevators and towns too small to be on most maps. I hadn't slept. I kept trying to, but my brain kept on turning things over and over. I've been in touch with RCMP officer Chad Gaines, He's heading up the investigation here in Saskatchewan. So far, this is what we have. One, Sasha Ismond left an all-night diner outside of Lloydminster and hitched a ride with an unknown person. I didn't get any details other than that he was a truck driver, which, you know, really narrows it down. Two, her last call came a short distance from her dad's place on a range road on the outskirts of Duggan Hill. So far, they haven't found any traces clothes, no cell phone, nothing. Three, I sent them the recordings I had of the last three calls. I don't know if they'll get anything out of them, but it can't hurt, right? About the recording thing, you know how you gave us those lists of apps that let you record phone conversations for interviews? Well, I got one, but it wasn't on the list. It's really good at what it does, but I forgot to uninstall it after the last project was over. And I know I might catch a little flack from you about ethical journalism, but if I didn't have that thing still running in the background, we might have missed something. Anything. I don't know. Hey, Rob. I just made the Greyhound. Oh, jeez. Robert Ismond's been working at the KPRS radio station in Duggan Hill for the last 10 years as a technician. When I spoke to him on the phone, he seemed to be doing relatively okay. Well, I, I would have come to pick you up in Lloyd if I could. It's fine. Don't worry about me. It's just a hell of a time right now. I don't mind the bus. Trust me. Well, what time are you going to be at the station? Maybe I can swing by after you're settled. Robert lives by himself in a small farmhouse outside town. Volunteers would be meeting there later this afternoon to comb the nearby area for any sign of Sasha. All right. Be seeing you. Thanks, Robert. Last time I saw Robert, we were sitting together in the Chan Center at UBC, watching Sasha walk up in her cap and gown to get her degree. He took us out for sushi afterwards to celebrate, came by our place, met the kittens. I think that was right before everything went to shit. The town of Duggan Hills got a population of about 5,000. It's curled up near a tiny spit of a lake. Doesn't get a lot of visitors though, since it's so far out here. On all sides, you've got this patchwork quilt of farmers' fields and old deserted barns and farmhouses leaning towards cliffs. Main Street's lined with hardware stores, a couple hotels with pubs just latched onto their sides like barnacles. I caught sight of Sasha only once, on the side of a telephone booth, her face on a hastily printed poster. Have you seen me? 
Zoe DeBeers. I'm just checking in. I did a lot of couch surfing and really terrible Airbnbs a couple summers ago, so I'm used to some pretty terrible accommodations. The Kenwick Motel wasn't anything like those. It wasn't filthy. It just felt stale, dry, almost vacuum sealed. I don't think they'd updated anything since the 80s, if that. The mercury was pushing above 30 degrees, and the bus was like an oven almost the whole way there. I felt like I was melting. I agreed to meet Robert for lunch before the next group went out to search. He recommended the only Chinese place in town, just down the block. The ginger beef's all right. That's what I always get. It's been a few years since I've seen Robert. His face has gotten a little rounder, his hair a bit thinner. I don't think he's even trying to dye the gray out of his beard anymore, either. He also looked like he hadn't slept since he heard Sasha was missing. You, uh, you've done something with him. Hair's different, yeah. Blue's good. Suits you. Thanks. School give you any trouble taking time away from class like that? I, uh, I think we worked out an arrangement. I just told them I was going. I didn't really care what they said. Well, it's good that you came. It means a lot. Sasha didn't call you earlier, did she? About coming out? First I heard about it was the voicemail she left while I was working late at the station that night. You still have that message? Of course. Thanks, Fred. You know what you want to order? Uh, I'll have the number six, please. The usual for me. Thanks. And hey, you mind if I put up a poster over by the door? I gotta say, I was a little surprised hearing from you. Didn't know you two were still on speaking terms. We... we weren't. It had been a while. When was the last time you heard from her? Before all this started? I already told the police. I know you did. I'm just... She called me on my birthday. About a month and a bit back. Well, she called me two days after my birthday. Guess she must have been busy or she forgot. She sounded tired. She worked a couple jobs at the same time, far as I knew. Waiting tables, some temp work in an office. Said there was a card in the mail for me. After we hung up the phone, I sent her a hundred bucks, wire transfer. Did she ask for that? No, I, I just... I could tell. Sometimes you can just tell. There's that tone in their voice, they have to ask for something, but they, don't, they know they don't want to. I always told her, you know, if the city's too rough, things go south and she needs to come home she always could and then she does and she's just walking up the road to mine when ah jeez we're gonna find her Rob I know one way or another I know we get the food to go It's about a 15-minute drive from the center of town to Robert's place. We pass by pastures ringed with barbed wire fences, some acreages with a graveyard of half-rusted cars on the front lawn, a tiny church, and then there we were, 
Out on the gravel drive, 22 men and women from town were gathered, passing out water bottles and going over maps of the surrounding area. All right, if Bert and Jenny can take this field here, that'll leave us Hi. with... Can I help you with something? I'm Zoe De Beers. We spoke on the phone about... Yes. Yeah. Zoe, right? Nice to meet you, Chad. Has there been anything new since? No, not a thing. Posters are up, and we spoke to the neighbors down the way. You got hiking books in that suitcase of yours? Yeah. Good. You're going to need them. All right, everybody. Round up. Ten minutes. The house smelled like sawdust. There were wires poking out of a hole in the wall like bundled nerves. Robert had been in the middle of renovating when Sasha disappeared. Sawhorses in the living room, paint cans lining the walls. I was trying to find a bathroom to change in when I came across the spare room. There wasn't a single misplaced hammer or two-by-four in here. Just a single bed, a desk, a bookshelf filled with old Nancy Drews and Encyclopedia Britannica. The pillowcases were lavender, her favorite. It had to be her room. I, I knew I was supposed to be outside, but part of me just wanted to stay. Just a minute. I stayed until Officer Gaines started the people moving. Then I changed in a hurry and raced out after them. Nobody just disappears without a trace. Oh, hello. It's Andy Garland here, the creator of Doug and Hill. Thanks very much for tuning into our podcast. Before we go, I'd like to say a few quick words of thanks to the various folks who helped make this possible. Our cast features Kelsey Ranshaw, Darren Hopwood, Natasha Schulmeister, Richard Mead, Rachel Kent, Graham Miles, Starley Zwaschuk, and myself. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter at Duggan Hill Radio, or visit us at our website at DuggenHill.com. We'd also like to thank the Vancouver Public Library and their Inspiration Lab, which makes a show like this possible. From everyone at Time Signal, I'm Andy Garland saying thanks for listening, and carry on bravely. We'll see you again in a few weeks' time.